The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. If you could learn more about spirituality and how it can work in your favor, would you be intrigued? Of course you would. It's time to get real. This is Get Real Radio with your host, James Robinson. In our show, we'll interview fascinating guests with the intent of bringing you closer to who you really want to be. Get ready for some of the most profound radio on any airwaves today. Now, here is James Robinson. Welcome to Get Real Radio. I'm your host, James Robinson, and today's guest is an icon, a pioneer, Someone who is at the cutting edge of alternative medicine and the new way of healing. Uh, His name is Dr. Bradley Nelson, and Dr. Brad is uh, a well-known, very popular, extremely successful, uh, natural, holistic physician, and who's got a background in chiropractic. He graduated from Life Chiropractic College in California in 1988, but he didn't stop there. Uh, After that, he developed a very, very unique and cutting-edge way to help patients who are suffering both physically, emotionally, and mental problems that he believes are based on emotions. And so he has actually written two books, one called the emotion code and the other one, the body code. And he has helped thousands and thousands of people uh, over the last 24 years get into uh, wellness uh, to help heal any number of uh, diseases and problems and phobias and the the list goes on and on. And I'm very, very Pleased and honored to have Dr. Brad on the show. Welcome, Dr. Brad. Thank you, James. It's great to be here. One of the things that is reading about you, and I also want to let all my listeners know that I've actually experienced the healing techniques that he teaches, so I've had some experience with it, and I can personally vouch for the fact that it's very effective. And the thing that... I have a couple of just out-of-the-box questions. How do you get from being a doctor of chiropractic to being Dr. Brad? <laughs> well, you know, it's an interesting question. Uh, and I'll tell you something. I, I believe that uh, I, I was really born with this mission to bring this work to the world. And that sounds crazy. Sometimes I pinch myself and I, I wonder, you know, how how all this came about, but it's, it's interesting because all the experiences that I've had in my life have helped me and prepared me to do this work. And I really believe that uh, it doesn't have much to do with me except that I'm the messenger. I'm just a teacher. And, um, and I, I really believe that it's, 
it's really come down from up above. And I'll tell you what happened with me was um, I learned early on that uh, that it's possible to get answers from up above and to get help from that higher power. And so I was uh, I was actually praying about what career I should do when I was uh, I don't know I think I was about 26 or something and. And I, I had a series of dreams in answer to that prayer. And, uh, and at the end of those dreams, I actually heard a voice that said, that uh, said this is a sacred calling. It was, uh, it was really a life-changing, very pivotal moment in my life where, um, where I got this answer about going into the healing arts. That's exactly what I was supposed to do. And so I did. And so... So when I got into practice and I started actually working with patients, I got in the habit of asking uh, a silent prayer for help for each person that I worked on. And it was just a, you know, it was a quiet, unobtrusive thing. Nobody knew I was doing this, but I was just trying to make that connection because I knew that that higher power is real and that we can get answers and we can get help. And so I felt like I needed help. Well, as time went on, more and more information came through. And uh, there were times, especially during the last 10 years that I was in practice, where someone would come in with some weird thing that I didn't know what to do with, and I would just utter that silent prayer for help, and it, the information would just flood into my mind sometimes about what they needed and what was going on. And sometimes it was a completely different way of looking at things than what I'd ever looked at or thought of before. And so eventually I came to realize that, um, that I, I had been given all this information not just for me and not just for my patients, although, you know, they certainly benefited and everything else, but it was really, uh, it was really for, the, for the whole world. And so I left practice in 2004 and uh, started writing this book, The Emotion Code, published the book in 2007, and, um, and now it's really gone all over the world. In fact, I just got an email today from uh, some people in Japan that want us to come over for a whole month and just teach it. And... Uh, we were on the phone early this morning with people in Thailand, and I mean, it's, it's just going all over the world, and that's what it's supposed to do, because the, the reality is, you see, we are beings of pure energy, and we've all heard doctors like Dr. Oz say things like, the future of healing is, is energy medicine, and that's absolutely true, and I like to add to that, the future of energy medicine is the emotion code and the body code. It's this work that we're doing, because it is so simple. It's a quantum leap over any other method of energy healing that I believe has ever been done or that I've ever seen because it's so simple. Anyone can do it. It's so fast and so effective that um, there's no reason for everybody to not do it. And, uh, and everybody is doing it. Everyone that's found out about it is, has, uh, is discovering that this is actually a real thing and that you can achieve tre- uh, tremendous amazing results with people in a very short amount of time. And and I understand you teach people to to how to do this on other people. In other words, you you train practitioners as well as do it yourself. We do. We train pra- practitioners all over the world. We have, uh, in fact, just a couple of days ago, we hit a real landmark. We we certified our fifteen hundredth um, practitioner. So we have fifteen hundred practitioners now in um, fifty countries, fifty maybe fifty and change, um, uh, all over the world. And um, it's great because uh, these people are able to uh, 
uh, in many cases, they're able to do something that is more rewarding than what they've ever done in their lives before. And for many of them as well, because this is energy work and because energy work can be done at a distance, many of these people for the first time in their lives are free from a nine-to-five job. They're able to actually travel. They're able to take their work with them. They get a laptop, and as long as they get a Wi-Fi connection, they can work anywhere in the world because their clientele oftentimes are all over the world. So thanks to the Internet, now we have this, uh, this new way to work and live and, uh, and do this amazing, uh, fulfilling work and heal people at a distance. You don't even have to be in the same country. <laughs> That's pretty well, amazing. Well, the, the practitioner that uh, I had a session with the other just two days ago, she was in Rhinebeck, New York, and I was in Nashville, Tennessee. So I can attest to the fact that you don't have to be face-to-face to, for this to work. No. Um, you know, that I, I don't want to oversimplify it, even though it is a simple system, Mm -hmm. Uh, from what I've researched, it appears that the whole system is based on the premise that all of our problems are based on emotions that are somehow trapped in the body or have some negative effect on our system. Am I summarizing that correctly? Yeah, I I would say that's, uh, that's exactly right. I mean, to understand how it works, uh, it's important to think about what quantum physicists have been telling us now for over a hundred years, and that is that the human body is really made of nothing but energy. If you get right down to it, uh, we're made of atoms. If you look inside the atom, there's really nothing in there but uh, empty space, and then some really, really small subatomic energies that are zipping around at the speed of light. And that's really what each one of us is. Each one of us is this incredibly complex energy field. Each one of us consists of all these countless tiny, tiny energies that are all flying in this close formation, keeping us together, holding our bodies together, so that we can have this experience that we call mortal life. It's an astonishing thing when you really start to think about it and try to wrap your mind around what's going on. Well, when we experience emotions... What we're feeling is different vibrations. Anger is a different frequency, a different vibrational energy than sadness. And every single emotion is different. Well, when we're feeling an intense emotion, the emotion can be powerful enough that our whole being can be vibrating at this frequency of whatever emotion it is. And at that point, the anger or the resentment or whatever it is, is just so powerful that that energy becomes trapped in the body. And... A trapped emotion is literally a ball of energy from about the size of a baseball to about the size of a cantaloupe, and these things will lodge in the body somewhere, and wherever they lodge, they tend to create disturbance in the normal energy field of the body. And because that's all the human body is, is just this energy field, when you distort the normal energy field of the body because you've got this emotion there, What happens is it interferes with the chemical reactions taking place in those tissues. It interferes with the blood flow. It interferes with the the nervous system. And so we end up having pain and malfunction and discomfort in those tissues. So so this is kind of the the background of how this works Mm -hmm. and, and what goes on. Trapped emotions affect us then, and they create physical pain for us because they're distorting the body. 
And what I have found is that about 90% of the physical pain that we experience is actually due to our emotional baggage. And, I, and I've seen thousands of cases where people are in pain, and by simply finding the emotional baggage and releasing it, people are suddenly able to get out of pain. And I've seen people who, I've seen people who had pain for literally for decades. I've seen that pain go away literally within seconds when the emotion is released. It's an astounding thing. And it really is the elephant in the living room in Western medicine because in Western medicine, we just give pharmaceutical drugs to get rid of pain, but there's almost always an emotional component. Well, there's another side of this too, you see, because trapped emotions tend to make us feel whatever emotional energy is trapped in our body. Uh, We tend to feel that energy more easily, more readily. And so... If, for example, you have a trapped emotion of anger, uh, you'll be more likely to become angry because part of your body is already resonating at that frequency, you see. And so if a situation arises where you might tend to feel angry, you will slide right into that emotion much more easily (laughs) because part of you is already upset, part of you is already angry. And so by releasing these emotions, we also are helping people to function better uh, emotionally and mentally we see that depression is caused by trapped emotions, anxiety, panic attacks, phobias, self-sabotage, PTSD. Um, we've had tremendous success with people who are suffering from PTSD because the underlying causes of the PTSD are emotional. By releasing that emotional baggage, the PTSD symptoms go away. They don't need drugs. They don't need uh, anything except releasing that that emotional baggage usually. Is there any uh, common theme about what diseases are caused by what emotions? Well, in, in other words, you know, I, you hear oftentimes that anger, trapped anger, causes cancer or something like that. And it's... And it's it, it, is there a correlation there between, say, anger and something or guilt and something or shame and something? Or is it just you have to just go in and find out when you're doing the session? Well, there, there are some correlations. In fact, um, <clears throat> the ancient physicians correlated different emotions with different diseases and different organs and glands in the body. And they... They came to the conclusion anciently that, um, that the emotions are actually produced by the organs of the body. And that was an ancient belief, and I believe that they were actually right, and that's what our, all of our testing shows. And so uh, if you think about it, for example, um, the liver, one of the prime emotions produced by the liver is anger. And so think about people, uh, think about people who drink and break things. It's, you know, the angry, dunk is, the angry drunk is almost a proverb, right? People yeah. drink, they get angry, they, they break things, they hurt people. Because what they're doing is they're overstimulating the liver with all the alcohol. And so the liver then tends to produce this frequency called, that, we, uh, that we perceive as anger. Um, another example that we talk about in the Emotion Code book is um, uh, Dana Reeve, Christopher Reeve's wife, uh, former Superman who was uh, became right, right. quadriplegic. Yeah. 
His wife died uh, not long after he died. Um, I think within a year after he died, she was diagnosed with lung cancer, and everybody said, oh, well, she must have been a smoker. Well, she wasn't a smoker. And then people said, well, it must have been secondhand smoke, and that wasn't it. It was because the prime, one of the prime emotions produced by the lungs is grief. And you think of all the grief in her life. Everything was going great, and then she had this terrible tragedy. She stood by her husband till he died. And then, um, but that's one of the things that we see. So there are different emotions that affect different organs in the body, be, uh, partly because the uh, emotions are actually produced by those organs. So, for example, with the kidneys, it, primarily it's fear and so on. So as far as specific diseases um, being caused by specific organs, uh, what we see is that um, there are some metaphysical things going on oftentimes with that. For example, if a woman is uh, going through some kind of a breakup or if she has a very difficult relationship problem, she may end up developing breast cancer because the breasts are connected up and are symbolic of relationships. Uh-huh. So we, and we can talk more about this if we, if we need to take a break at this point. Well, we've got uh, about two more minutes, so oh, okay, let me ask you a, a quick question. Mm-hmm. And um, how did you develop your system? I mean, I can understand that you are connecting with your inspiration, with your source, with God or the divine, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. and getting information and downloads. But you have this, I mean, it's a collection of charts, it's it's a like, uh, a whole research book that you, the practitioners use that you have created. There's uh, you use what I understand to be applied kinesthesiology, which is also called muscle testing. Mm-hmm, muscle testing. And and there's magnets. There's tapping. I mean, I just th- that's kind of like going from uh, a handheld computer. Uh, abacus to the world supercomputer <laughs> well that's and, true I'll tell you, there's a couple of reasons one reason is because i'm a workaholic <laughs> okay <laughs> and another reason is because i actually was a computer programmer for a long time back uh starting in the early 80s and so um so i learned about the uh the human body and i was i was always really driven by a couple of things i was driven by this this deep need to really get to the root, to really understand and fix the underlying causes of my patient's problems. You know, as a chiropractor, uh, I couldn't prescribe drugs to people. I didn't do surgery. That wasn't part of my license. So as a holistic physician, basically, you're, you're left with this dilemma of actually having to figure things out. And that's where I was. And so I was able to figure things out with people, and um, I was able to tap into the subconscious mind, and anybody can do that, and that's part of what we teach. It's very fundamental. The human body is this um, incredible computer, and, you know, we use about 5% of our intelligence. That's our conscious mind, but 95% or more of our intelligence is actually subconscious, and that's the part of us that's the smart part. Okay, well, now we do have to take a break, a short break, and uh, we're very uh, pleased and uh, having a wonderful time with Dr. Brad, and this is Get Real Radio. I'm your host, James Robinson, and we'll be back with Dr. Brad in just a few minutes.
stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Ready to chat about your favorite soap operas? The daytime discussion is here with Dan J. Kroll and Soap Central Live. For the past 15 years, Dan has been dishing and discussing on SoapCentral.com. And now he's taking the talk to the airwaves of the Voice America Variety Channel. You'll go behind the scenes with the biggest stars of daytime, along with guest commentary from the Soap Central columnists. And we'll take your questions and comments during our live show, Soap Central Live, every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Get Real Radio with James Robinson. We'd love to hear from you. Please call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to mr.jamesmedia at gmail.com. That's mr.jamesmedia at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Get Real Radio. I'm your host, James Robinson, and my guest today is Dr. Bradley Nelson, who is a is, is a pioneer. He's a groundbreaking holistic medicine practitioner who is has uh, developed a system that is sweeping the world. And uh, as he said earlier, he has over 15, or just just uh, initiated the 1,500th practitioner of this system. And we've been talking about how emotions cause distress and disease and pain and suffering and everything else. One thing uh, I was I wanted to ask you, uh, how is it that, this system, which doesn't use drugs, which doesn't involve any kind of uh, physical intervention at all, is so effective in healing problems that have been, especially emotional problems that psychologists can't touch, or they've been uh, causing problems for people for decades. Well, you know, um, it's, uh, it's a fascinating thing. I uh, and I've seen this many many times uh, with people um, in my own practice, uh, and then also, of course, we're seeing the same phenomenon now. Oftentimes, people are in traditional therapy for years, and suddenly, when they start doing the emotion code, or they start uh, doing it on themselves, or they start seeing an emotion code practitioner, suddenly they start making progress where maybe they hadn't made progress before. Um, you know, there was a woman named Luana who wrote in to me who said, um, she said, the relief is unexplainable to the point of shedding tears of joy for the release of carrying such heavy burdens for so many years. What a wonderful feeling of release that I never dreamed would come true. Um, and this is not unusual at all. I think that um, 
I think that the, the power of this comes from the fact that we are beings of pure energy and that, that this system recognizes and acknowledges that and works within that understanding. And so you see, uh, by acknowledging that we are beings of pure energy and by operating within that understanding, what we're able to do is actually find the imbalances that are going on on an energetic level and clearing those imbalances. And eventually everybody's going to understand this. You know, Western medicine operates in this, in what we would call cadaver-based medicine. Uh, you know, they, it's a very mechanistic sort of a system, and they're very much controlled and overly influenced by the pharmaceutical industrial complex, you might say, the drug companies. And uh, the drug companies fund the medical schools and so on. And so, you know, I've talked to a lot of doctors, uh, and there's a lot of frustration in the medical community because a lot of doctors, uh, most of them, get into practice to help people, and, um, and they end up feeling like glorified pharmacists because they're just prescribing these medications. And, of course, it's a... So there's, a, there's some corruption going on uh, in that whole relationship, but the future clearly is energy medicine. There's, there's just no question about it. Now, of course, there's always going to be a place for drugs and there's always going to be a place for surgery, but of course right now, because of this, this overly powerful influence of the drug, uh, the drug companies, um, we've gotten things kind of skewed around a little so that, uh, and we've the population of the West, especially the United States, has gotten brainwashed to a point where people just automatically believe that if you're in pain, you need some kind of medication and, uh, and that that's the right way to take care of yourself and that it's normal. People think it's normal to have pain. I remember once a woman said to me, um, well, I, I, she said, I have normal headaches. And I said, What? What did you just say? She said, I have normal headaches. And I said, well, there's no such thing as normal headaches. But see, she was used to watching TV and seeing the drug commercials and everything else. And, but um, there's a much, much better way to do it. The problems with the, the, um, the whole drug approach are manifold. I mean, if you, all you have to do is watch some drug commercials on TV and pay attention to all the side effects, and you realize why um, so many, why uh, death from... Uh, Prescription medication is such a huge cause of death in the United States. I think it's the third leading cause of death. So, um, so anyway, the future is definitely energy medicine, no question about it. And right at the tip of that, uh, at the tip of that movement, really, is the emotion code and the body code as well. The emotion code is about finding and getting rid of your emotional baggage, and you can do it yourself. You don't have to rely on somebody else. Although we, like I said, we've got practitioners all over the world that can work with you. But um, the body code is the system that I put together during those years that I was in practice because not every problem is caused by emotional baggage. Sometimes there are other things going on. Sometimes there is toxicity in the body that needs to be cleared out for you to be healthy. Sometimes people have a pathogen in the body. Sometimes there's an infection, a virus, a bacteria, a fungus, something like that. Sometimes there are structural misalignments going on in the body. Anything can become misaligned. Uh, from organs to bones. Uh, sometimes there's a nutritional imbalance. Sometimes you've got a deficiency of something. Maybe there's a certain food that you need to eat. Uh, sometimes there are imbalances in the circuitry of the body. Every organ and every gland has an electrical circuit, and they connect up to other organs and glands in the body. So if your right knee hurts you, 
that's probably because you've got a little imbalance going on in the gallbladder. And if you've got pain between your shoulder blades, that's probably liver and on and on and on. See, So um, there are also uh, imbalances that can occur in the energy uh, in, in the energy field, and these are things like trapped emotions and other kinds of traumatic energies that get stuck in the body. So the body code is, a, is really a self-study course. Um, if you, for more information, you can go to bodycodehealing.com. But um, the body code system is a whole course that we've put together. Uh, it's really the most advanced self-study course in energy healing that's ever been available. And people can actually learn to take care of themselves and do a lot for themselves. So... What, now, there's a lot of debate and discussion about the role that this muscle that's in our chest calls the heart uh, plays in our life. I think that a lot of, you know, historically or traditionally, the heart is, is come somehow attributed to emotions. And, and so... Mm-hmm. Is there a correlation between that muscle and the, you know, things like love or somebody being brokenhearted? You know, we always, you know, people, it seems a lot of people are going through that um, in society where they've, they've experienced some sort of emotional trauma. And they, they always tend to say, my heart was broken. Well, if the, and I'm sitting there looking at him going, well, if your heart was broken, you probably wouldn't be standing there. But the, the, that is a symbol of some sort. There is a metaphor of some kind there. What have you found in your practice as far as the importance of the heart or how it figures into uh, your energy medicine? Well, I didn't used to really pay too much attention to the heart until I had a, um, I had a really dramatic experience. Uh, my wife had had a dream, and uh, she woke me up early one morning a number of years ago and asked me to help her decipher this dream. And so I said that I would, and as I was trying to help figure out what the, the symbols in this dream meant, I suddenly had uh, something that I had never had happen before and I've never had happen since, and that was that I, I suddenly had what I can only describe as a waking vision, where suddenly before me, I saw this beautiful hardwood floor, and it was just incredibly beautiful, and it was very clear, and this lasted for about three or four minutes, and at the same time that I'm seeing this floor before me, I have this understanding in my mind that my wife's heart is underneath this floor, and I had absolutely no idea what this meant, and I told her what I was seeing and understanding, and she had no idea what it meant either, and so we prayed and asked for help, and we started doing some testing, and what we found was that uh, when she was around two years old. Uh, She was living in a very volatile family. Her father was a rageaholic and um, very difficult. Around two years old, her subconscious mind decided that she needed to have a wall put up around her heart to protect her heart or it was going to be totally broken. And that wall was actually made from the energy of the trapped emotions that she had picked up in her life. And so uh, already. And so we started releasing the emotions from that wall. And every time we would release an emotion, the wall would get measurably thinner, uh, according to the muscle testing and getting answers from our subconscious. And the amazing thing about this is that um, I thought, uh, when I first discovered this on her, that she was maybe the only person on earth that had this kind of thing. But we find out now that 93% of people have this phenomenon. We call this a heart wall. 
And a heart wall is where your subconscious has put up a wall around your heart to protect your heart from being totally broken. The problem is when you have a wall around your heart, it's much more difficult for you to connect with other people. It's more difficult for you to fall in love, to find your soulmate, uh, to give love. It's much more difficult for you to actually manifest your perfect creation, your, your first best destiny that lies inside of your heart. Most people are trying to figure out what that destiny should be, and they're trying to create their perfect life, but it lies locked up inside the heart of most people. But when we take down that wall around the heart, then suddenly people are able to manifest into the world uh, what that perfect creation that is already in their heart. The blueprint's already in there. And so with my wife, having a heart wall all of her life had made it difficult for her to connect with other people. She battled depression and anxiety and so on. But having that removed suddenly enabled her to feel connected for the first time to this world. And it's a fascinating thing. When that wall is taken down, we've had people come back to us who have told us that for the first time in their life, they can actually feel God's love for them. They can feel connected with the world. And um, it's an astonishing thing. So... Uh, the ancient peoples believed that the heart was the seat of the soul and the source of our love and the source of creativity and everything else. And of course, in the, in the Western world, we've always thought that those ancient ideas were just, just silliness because those people didn't have the kind of equipment that we have now. But um, now what we're finding, as we're in the 21st century now, and we're developing more and more advanced equipment that measures the heart and measures the magnetic field of the heart, what we're finding is the heart has a magnetic field that extends 12 feet in diameter around the body. And, uh, and so they've also proven in the lab that when one person is feeling love or affection for another person, their heartbeat will actually manifest in the brain waves of that person that they're focusing love and affection on. Think about that. So there's this communication going on between all of us all the time. But if you have a heart wall, then you're hampered. If you've been divorced, you've got a heart wall. If you were abused as a kid, you've got a heart wall. And so finding love and finding your perfect life is going to be much more difficult for you. That's, well, I, I can only offer, I've been divorced twice. So it's like, I must have a building around my heart. The uh, thing that, now are you talking about the physical muscle heart? Or are you talking about a metaphor for how we, uh, the energies in our body? Well, what we're talking about really is a, uh, is a wall of energy, an energetic wall around the heart. So it's not a physical thing. You can't see it. But I believe that to the subconscious mind, it's absolutely real. And um, the subconscious will always choose some kind of a material for it to be, to be quote-unquote, made from. In my wife's case, she grew up in a house with hardwood floors. So when she needed a, a durable, protective wall to protect her heart, her subconscious mind chose that material People don't know that they have this, you see, but most people do, and it can make an enormous difference getting rid of it. That's part of why the uh, success of the emotion code is going all over the world so quickly. And so is this the part of the cause of disease and uh, discomfort that, that people are experiencing? Is this what you've attributed to as the cause of all of this? Well, you know, this is part of it. Trapped emotions can land uh, and lodge anywhere in the body. So if you get a trapped emotion in your low back, you'll probably end up having low back pain. 
Uh, if you get a trapped emotion in your lungs, you might end up developing some symptoms of asthma or something like that, or maybe eventually cancer, because every time we work on a patient with cancer, we always find trapped emotions. There's always emotional baggage there, and we believe it to be one of the underlying causes. The heart wall is a separate thing that um, definitely has an adverse effect on your immune system, on your health, uh, as well as your ability to connect with others, to give and receive love, and to manifest the perfect abundance that lies locked up inside of your heart. So it's a very important thing, absolutely. Do you, have you seen any, uh, on a generational basis, I mean, we've, we're certainly uh, the older generation that was alive during the Depression and World War I, the Depression, World War II, was one generation. Then we had the generation uh, baby boomers, and now we've had the generation of twenty-somethings, and now and now we're coming up with a whole n- another generation. Uh, are are there any uh, specific problems or issues that you've noticed that's attributable to as a generational? issue i mean so if you're over 50 you've probably got this problem well not really no um i think that um i think that even though we face different problems today i think that the emotions that uh, human beings experience from one era to another are pretty much the same and so those emotions get trapped in the body and then they manifest their their results in pain or disease or mental emotional difficulties like depression and so on. So no, I haven't really seen that. So it's all these problems are just general for just you just you just when you come into this world and get a body, you're going you know all of this applies. Well, yes, it all applies because we we come into this world from uh, I believe we come here from God and we come from that place where we're in a state of perfect abundance and love and everything else, and we come into this world, and this is a very, very different world from where we came from. The energy is much, much lower, and so we start to experience bad things uh, like abuse and, and other kinds of problems, and we, experience, we start experiencing these intense negative emotions, and they get stuck in the body, and then they manifest as our diseases and our other problems down the road. Getting rid of these things... It's often people report that when they, when they really are clearing and getting rid of their emotional baggage, it's almost like stepping out of an old suit that they've been wearing into this new state of being where they feel light and they feel better. And they feel what we're doing, you see, is we're bringing people much closer to the person that they, are, that they really are intended to be. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting them much closer to... Uh, to that original person, and so people are they're much happier and they're just able to uh, to function so much better and The beauty of this is that uh, anybody can do this it's um, there's no age limit we've had uh, in fact we were in Mexico City recently doing a seminar, and uh, we found there um, a little boy uh, six years old who can find imbalances and tell his mom and she can fix him and uh, uh, another child, eight years old, who actually is doing it all by themselves. So we're going to have to wow. lower the certification age. <laughs> well, we need, I, I do want to follow up on children, and we're going to have to take another break very quickly. And this is 
Good, uh, Get Real Radio. I'm your host, James Robinson, and we're talking to Dr. Bradley Nelson, the creator of the Emotion Code. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Conservation starts with us. Learn about environmental concerns each week when you tune in to Our Wild World with host Ellie Weiss. Our show centers on Africa each week and what's being done to save our wildlife, ecology, and ourselves. However, we'll also discuss what's going on closer to home. And most importantly, we'll let you know what can be done in our own backyards by featuring guest experts and featuring your questions and answers. Listen every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Show host Sharon Kleiner interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleiner Hour is health from an environmental perspective, your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Listen Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Get Real Radio with James Robinson. We'd love to hear from you. Please call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to mr.jamesmedia at gmail.com. That's mr.jamesmedia at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. I'm James Robinson, and this is Get Real Radio. I'm your host, and today's guest is Dr. Bradley Nelson, who is the creator and founder of a absolutely miraculous healing system called the Emotion Code and also the Body Code. And we've been discussing how that's been helping people all over the planet. One thing I, I, I wanted to follow up, we were talking about children is uh, Dr. Brad, how have uh, you, I know you have seven children. How have your children benefited from all the work you've been doing? Oh boy, you know, um, it's uh, it's been an amazing thing, and uh, I would not want to try to raise kids without the emotion code because uh, because they, as you can imagine, you know, we have kids running the whole age range and uh, uh, from fourteen to thirty now. Um, but when they were younger, especially working with them and releasing things right away as they picked them up, made an enormous difference. Um, I can tell you a couple of um, a couple of really interesting stories. Um, my son, uh, I have twin boys that now are 25, but when they were little, about four years old, um, one of them, Drew, was um, he was not really speaking in full sentences still when he, and he was four years old, and his brother was a chatterbox and had been since two, but. We thought maybe he had a hearing problem, 
And so we took him to see some different people, and they tested him, and nobody could figure out that there was anything wrong with him. And so we were learning about trapped emotions then, and we decided we would check to see if he had any trapped emotions. And so we worked on him, and um, we worked on him one night. He was actually asleep, and my wife and I worked on him, and and, uh, the subconscious mind never sleeps, so this can be done. And um, we found some things going on. One of the things that we found was that he had inherited uh, this emotion of anger from his grandfather, my wife's father. He was a rageaholic. And he's the reason why my wife actually had a heart wall. <laughs> and so we cleared this on him, and we cleared a couple of other things, and then left the room. And the next morning at breakfast, Drew was speaking in full sentences. And my wife and I were just gaping at each other. We couldn't believe it. It was absolutely amazing. Um, made an enormous difference for him. Uh, his brother had a problem where... Um, he uh, he had this he had this problem with me, his dad, and I would try to give him a hug, and he called me bad doctor. He would say bad doctor away, and he would swing at me. You know, this is when he was about uh, I think probably about three and a half or four, uh, kind of around the same time frame, and um, and so people thought it was kind of funny, you know, that he called me bad doctor, and and uh, <laughs> but and. The problem is it didn't go away, and it, it kept going on, and it went on for months and months and months. And finally, I remember one day, I tried, he was sitting on my wife's lap, and I tried to give him a hug, and he pushed me away, and I, it just really hurt, and I just didn't understand what was going on with him. He was upset at me for some reason, and he, had, and he didn't get over it. And so my wife said, well, maybe he has a trapped emotion. So I checked him, and he did, and he, the trapped emotion was grief that I had grief about him, about something, and it was probably some crazy thing that he and his brother did. They used to do crazy stuff. Um, You can imagine, twin boys. Um, And so the amazing thing was we released that emotion, and he got up off of her lap, and he walked right over to me and put his arms around me. He hadn't done that, um, and I just broke down uh, and cried. I couldn't believe it. Well, the next day in my practice... I'm telling a woman about this, and she says, you know, I wonder if my daughter has a trapped emotion because my husband is an airline pilot, and he's gone a lot, and when he comes home, our daughter runs and hides, and it just breaks his heart that she doesn't want to see him. And so I said, well, bring her in, and she did, and we tested her, and she had a trapped emotion, I think it was sadness, about her dad being gone. So we released that trapped emotion, and about a week later, she she came back, and she said, you know what? She said, that really worked. She said, my husband, when he came home this time, uh, our daughter ran and jumped into his arms, and he was so happy about that. So it's amazing how powerful this work is. And it also works not only with kids, but it also works with animals, because animals experience emotions too. And so if you've ever thought about becoming an animal whisperer, this is the easiest, simplest way to do it that has ever been devised because you can actually learn really easily how to tap into uh, what an animal is going through, what their trapped emotions are, clear those emotions, and there's no placebo effect with animals. And uh, when you clear that emotion, that animal will just be better. Their behavior will change. They'll stop peeing in your shoes or they'll (laughs) stop, uh, you know, humping anybody that comes over to your house. We've seen that, Um, you know. Dogs uh, will do that kind of thing, and you can clear that. You can fix the underlying reason for that. Um, we've taken um, horses that were absolutely useless, that were um, horses that were uh, that cost uh, you know hundred thousand dollars, 
or more, and by releasing their trapped emotions, suddenly they start winning races and they start winning medals at shows and so on. So um, it's a very, very powerful thing, and it's so simple, so easy to do. If you learn how to do it for people, you already know how to do it for animals. That's the beauty of it. That raises an interesting issue, and that is you mentioned the placebo effect. Mm-hmm. And as I understand the placebo effect, that is how uh, basically uh, the body healing itself because it has a belief that yeah. maybe good energy is helping it or, or whatever the belief is. And so if somebody had the belief that the emotion code isn't going to work, would that interfere with the effect of the emotion code? Oh, I think so. You know, any doctor who has been in practice for very long uh, realizes that patients have to have some belief uh, or they're not going to get well. And no matter how good the doctor is, it doesn't make any difference. That, that patient has to believe that they're going to get better. And um, it's a fascinating thing, the role that faith or belief plays in a person getting well. And you're absolutely right. That is the placebo effect. Um, and, and I mentioned that about animals because there's no placebo effect there. They're, they just get better. And so that's, uh, that's a nice thing to see. And the same thing with little kids and infants and so on. And, and, um, but, um, you know, the, the story that always comes to my mind when I'm thinking about the placebo effect or about faith and how faith ties into healing is, uh, is in the New Testament where Christ goes back to his old hometown of Nazareth and he can't do any miracles there because nobody really believes that, uh, that he is who he's telling people that he is. And so he can't do any miracles there. He can do them in other places. And I've always thought that was fascinating because as powerful as he was, I mean, he could, he could raise the dead and cleanse the lepers and restore sight to the blind. When he goes to his own hometown, he's kind of hamstrung. Even he can't do miracles there because... They just don't believe. So you have to have some level of belief. And the best way to, uh, to raise your level of belief um, is to actually read the Emotion Code book because it helps you in a very clear, easy-to-understand way how our bodies really work and what energy, um, how our bodies really truly are made of energy and how trapped emotions work. And there's lots of stories. And it's, it's really easy to follow and understand. And so, um, so if you're wanting sure. to know more about this... Uh, you can do that. In fact, I have a, a free gift for your listeners. Fantastic. And uh, here's what you can do. You can actually get the Emotion Code book right now for a limited time for free. You, if you go to emotioncodegift.com, emotioncodegift.com, you can download the ebook, and you can also download the book on audio. It's about a $67 free gift uh, for you. There's no obligation and no strings attached. And... Um, you can start reading it. You can start listening to it. And uh, it's so powerful. I was talking recently with a woman who told me that um, she got the book and was reading it and listening to it. And her son started reading it and listening to it. And uh, he started practicing with some of his friends. And she didn't pay too much attention. But a couple of weeks later, the phone rang. And the woman on the other end of the line identified herself as the mother of one of her son's friends. And she said, you know, your son has been doing this emotional thing with the boys. And she said, I really haven't paid much attention. But she said... I have to tell you that something has happened. She said, my son has had a phobia of water for many years. It's been very severe. We've tried everything to fix it. We've taken him to lots of people. Nobody's been able to fix him. But she said, right now, my son is out swimming in the pool 
with the other boys. She said, your son did this. Your son did this. You have got to fill me in. What is going on? How is this even possible? Those two boys are only 11 years old. That's how powerful the emotion code is, see? Anybody can do it. No age limit. No previous training required. It's easy, and it's time to start cutting yourself loose from this emotional baggage that you've been dragging around all your life. And some of that baggage you're dragging around doesn't even belong to you. You got it from your mom or dad, and they got it from their mom or dad, and who knows where it came from, but you can figure that out and get rid of it. And when you do that, you're getting rid of it not only from you, but also from them. And so it benefits those ancestors of yours as well. It's an incredibly powerful thing. Well, I, I, I'm glad you brought that up because that was going to be my uh, follow-up question to all of this is that one of the things that this system does is it'll, it allows people to identify problems, trapped emotions or uh I, I suppose beliefs, or even could be on a DNA level, I suppose. But you can, the practitioners can actually identify a problem that came from 20 generations ago. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it, can you elaborate on that a little bit? Because that does sound a little bit far fetched. Right. Well, let me explain this. Uh, what happens to us sometimes is that at the moment of conception, uh, there is an energy that's passed to us. And uh, it's, it, sometimes we get an emotional energy. We get a trapped emotion from mom or from dad. And sometimes they got it when they were conceived from their mom or dad. And I'll tell you a story. Um, one of the most profound healings that I've had in my life, actually, uh, was when my daughter, Natalie, a few years ago was working on me. Um, she's 30 years old. She's the COO of our company. And I had called her and asked her to work on me one day. And so she's working on me. And she finds that I have an inherited emotion of hopelessness. And she starts tracing it back to see when it came from. And uh, as soon as she found it, she started feeling emotional herself. And so she knew that there was something to this and that it was, um, it was big. And she found I got it from my dad. And he got it from his mom, and she got it from her mom, and she got it from her mother at conception, and it went back 22 generations. Now, when she arrived at this, and we get these answers through muscle testing. The subconscious mind is a very willing computer. It's very willing to give answers, and that's how we, give, uh, that's how we get answers. Yes or no answers are very easy to get. And so when she arrived at this, this grandmother of ours 22 generations back, she suddenly could feel the presence of this woman standing right next to her. And it wasn't a spooky thing or an eerie thing. She didn't see a ghost, but she could feel that she was right there with her, and she could feel her emotions. She could feel how desperate she was. She could feel her desperation, how desperate she was to have this release, this emotion released from her posterity. Mm -hmm. She could also feel how overwhelmed with gratitude this woman was that this was actually being done. Now, we have no way to know what she went through. We think she lived in the 1500s, either in Ireland or in Wales. And that's what she had passed down. Well, that emotion was released. Natalie released it. She had inherited it from me, by the way. And the experience that I had uh, 1,500 miles away when this was done was that suddenly this background music of hopelessness that, I had, that had been playing in my mind all my life that I'd never really ever been able to 
pinpoint or put my finger on, suddenly that music shut off. And I knew it and comprehended it the moment that it happened. And I thought, my gosh, I've had that all my life. I didn't even know it, but I knew it when it, was, when it suddenly quit. It was like the silence was deafening. And for my daughter, um, she was in the first year of her marriage. She was really unhappy. She was a very frustrated artist. And within a year, she had a, an art show, and her marriage turned around, and uh, it made a huge, huge difference for us. So it's a very, very real thing. And, well, um, it's, mm-hmm. it's uh, and, and, you know, I could sit here and go on for hours listening to your stories and, <laughs> and hearing about how important this, uh, the emotion code healing system is. But uh, unfortunately, they, we only have an hour. So I'm going to have to invite you back because the list of questions just goes on and on. This is Good, Get Real Radio with your host, James Robinson. And we've been talking to Dr. Bradley Nelson, the creator of the emotion code and the body code healing systems. And you owe it to yourself to check this out and to go to www.emotioncodegift.com to get a free gift. Uh, and a free copy of the Emotion Code. So that's it for this week. Thank you, Dr. Brad, and we'll be back next week. Thank you, James. Thank you again for tuning in to Get Real Radio with James Robinson. Please join us again next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This week... Open up your heart and look inside your spiritual self.